Hello, 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 and welcome everyone once again to episode 11 of The Orbit. I'm your host, Azrael, and as always, I'm joined by my good friends and teammates, Mr. Exiles Rhythm and Mr. Rude Clouds. How's everyone doing today? Doing well over here. How are you doing over there, Az? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Um, Been playing a lot of Rage 2. Uh, I haven't played a whole lot of Hearthstone, but I've been waiting for that game for months. So I've been uh, I've been having fun with that. But other than that, um, more of the same. Have been squeezing a little bit of Hearthstone in here and there, but uh, new game got my attention. Uh, yeah. yeah, how could I not? I think we're at a point where probably you you know we can be a little spoiled for choices, and Hearthstone will still be there. <laughs> but yeah, but they got some uh, new stuff coming out this week that's going to grab my attention right on back. Wow, always ready to promote content that's right <laughs> xos how are you doing dude i just like azrael have been waiting on hearthstone for months but they're finally releasing it tomorrow <laughs> uh, i found this new game mode called wild which <laughs> i've actually been having fun with so i mean for the first time in the past five or six months blizzard has impressed me with their impressive balance it feels like i get a good mixture of games over there what did you know there's nine classes not three <laughs> it's it's mind-blowing i've been having a great week that sounds like a bug and they're probably gonna address <laughs> it in the next patch but no, no 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 we've been we've been talking about them addressing things for a month they haven't done shit so <laughs> i've um, called out ixar three out of the past three weeks he still hasn't addressed the issues that i've brought up Oh, Out of pure curiosity, what decks are you running? I know I caught you playing one. I think it was a, a Shutterwalk Shaman for a little bit on your stream. And it looked like a lot of fun and also very meme What yeah. else have you been doing? I did that. And then, of course, I hearkened back to my roots with Evenlock. I went mm. 29 and 6 or something like that. Wow. With yeah. Thanks. So you're like top 100 legend right now is what... No, I went from <laughs> 25 to 10 in like, what, two, three-hour streams. So... Well, shortly you'll be facing off against top 100 players, probably when you hit around rank six. So, I was, <laughs> because there's that many players playing Legend, I, my final boss for five is going to be Trips. I hope so. I hope oh it's literally like a five match, you know, battle royale, and you have to go for the head. That would be disgusting. You guys just keep oh. queuing into each other. <laughs> what have you guys been into in the Hearthstone world? I know, I know, you said you've been playing Rage. As have you? Uh... Have you been delving into the dark side of Blizzard, though? I uh, yes, I, I have. I have <laughs> been sticking true to my roots and and been playing uh, a little bit of ladder. I actually popped over to EU because I ah. forgot that I had a bunch of packs to open up over there from the expansion that came out like six weeks ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was just like, I was I was uh, streaming the other day, and I was like, I should probably open these so i I had a very delayed pack opening stream um i was not as lucky as i was when i opened my my packs on na where i got like everything um Mm -hmm. i actually only got like five legendaries it was pretty painful for like a lot of packs um and that's including like the one they give you (laughs) for logging in (laughs) (laughs) you got pretty much the most out of your pity timer possible yeah but what i found out is that even at i think i'm like rank 10 or something or 8 or 11 or something like that i can't remember but um yeah. i found it even at that that level um pretty much everybody's still playing rogue <laughs> it makes sense too right like i can't i that that's that just makes the most sense you've got a class that's so powerful so friendly no matter your skill level on its power level and so 
It is interesting because I feel like EU sometimes does have those curveball picks in the meta that really you're like, why is this getting so much play? Same thing. You'll you'll look at Asia's ladder, and I'm sure they'll look at the uh, NAs and all three of them. There's one or two decks that are kind of poking their head out that people are just confused about. Right. Um, what about so, yeah. you? But luck. Oh. <laughs> no, uh, I'm looking, <laughs> and I was just gonna say from my side, um, I I've been doing the whole dance back and forth from rank two to rank mm-hmm. four yeah, for the past that. week. It's been yeah, it's it's been a, a grind. It's one of those things that at first, it's like the stages of grief, you know, mm-hmm. where you go through all these different layers. <laughs> Anger's in there, denial's in there. You got everything, and then I started to work my way towards acceptance towards the end. So wait, wait, wait. you actually, skipped the stage in there, the most important stage. What's that? Blinding rage. <laughs> so there's anger and there's blinding rage. I like it. I could, I could, I want to, we should bring on the person who created the, the whole system and, you know, talk to them about their, their influence on that. Um, but thankfully I played off stream on, um, I played on stream and then I wrapped up off stream on Monday night mm-hmm. and I ended up getting to rank one at least. Nice. So parked at rank one zero stars because I can't ever accept hitting rank star rank one one star i either have to keep going until i get in a comfortable spot or bottom out but what's a comfortable yeah, sec- spot at rank one if i'm rank one i'm like i might as well just keep going <laughs> like, rank one five com- stars is comfortable 1.2 <laughs> okay x i want i challenge you the next time you are rank one five stars for the first time i don't mean like you just got it for like the fourth time because you're trying to bring in legend i want you to get to rank one five stars and end your stream and not play till like two days later that's where i challenge you no you can't do it you can't do it your, your chat will riot <laughs> so how can rank one five stars be be comfortable if you'll never ever stop your stream oh god i would never Mic stop drop. my stream if i was rank one i'm out like that's true every time i hit that level i just stream until i either pass out 30 hours later. <laughs> I've been there for those. <laughs> or, you know. Yeah. Or you hit it. Or no, or I hit rank four. Uh, yeah. But I will, <laughs> stay, I will stay at rank one. There's no, the only place that's comfortable at rank one is rank one legend. Mm. <laughs> and even that, <laughs> it's still relative, you know? Yeah. But luckily, we don't have to rely on this dumb ladder anymore that's full of dumb rogues and dumb warriors and miserable warriors and warriors <laughs> and some hunters <laughs> because the Dalaran heist is coming out. And before I even had a chance to watch the trailer, my man, Mr. Rude Clouds, wrote up a, wrote up a dope article which prevented me from needing to actually put any effort into looking up anything for this show i just read his article and now i'm a gd genius on the subject so go to eternalorbit.gg right now and look at our latest article which is written by rude clouds and it's fantastic when it went through the editing process you won't believe this chat when it went through the editing process zero changes made this man Mm. is a he's phenomenal please give him the love please give him the love yeah i actually read through it twice because i was like no i must have missed something (laughs) but no eric is flawless flawless victory <laughs> it was funny i stayed up i, I was like you know maybe i'll write an don't even tell me this. you wrote this like three in the morning on no sleep <laughs> after like binge playing hearthstone for t- i will i'm gonna come to california so, and, and i'm gonna cut you <laughs> i brought it up probably at like 6 30 i added azrael because azrael as he mentioned uh, as i mentioned is kind of our editor in certain capacities um 
So especially when it comes to text on in our articles. So I added Azrael saying, hey, if I was to write an article, um, we'd like to give people at least 24 hours to, to prep for it. But hey, if I was to write an article, um, would you be available to edit it? And then literally 15 minutes later, I just started writing the article. <laughs> and because I'm so neurotic, I stayed up until one o'clock. <laughs> And it didn't, it didn't like need me to, like the article was pretty much there anyways, but I just kept parsing through it, making like one tiny change, like, oh, you know, I don't need a comma here. And like, keep on going back and forth like that. So <laughs> if you look at the article on the admin side, it shows how many revisions there are, how many times someone has gone in and edited it, and it'll add to the revision number and it's high. <laughs> it's much higher than it needs to be. So let's just I'm say, gonna... oh no, I just, I just appreciate the kind words and, and thank you. It was very fun to, to write. The first article, even when I was kind of just parroting information that was already out there and putting it in a different way. Yeah, dude. Like, I'm, I'm gonna say, I want to say, I need to say, you, you crushed it. I can't, I can't gush over it enough. I am so jealous. When I, talking about commas, when I write something, I basically just sprinkle in commas and wait for as to fix it or <laughs> as to fix it. <laughs> well, actually, you, you, you write like you talk. That's the thing is you write like you talk and, and that's fine if people know how you talk, but somebody yeah. that doesn't, that isn't familiar with Exiles Rhythm streams would be like, I'm confused. No, I got it. I got it. I'm just, uh, <laughs> I was just trying to give more, Yeah, you know, we need the mad scientist on the team. Like, come on. That hey. level of just like yeah, hypermania, that's what really <laughs> sells, you know? So thank you both though. That's very kind of you to say. It was a lot of fun writing. It was fun reading. I read it multiple times. <laughs> um, and then that will actually do a really good job of transitioning us to our next, uh, our next little you know overview piece here, which is uh, our weekly Twitter poll. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm going to post it in chat real quick. Anyone who hasn't gotten to vote yet, please do if you'd like. Um, we again, as usual, at the end of the stream, we'll go over the Twitter poll and we'll we'll kind of see where things are shaking out. Um, but for this one, in relation to the Dalaran heist, uh, the tweet reads. With the first chapter of the Dalaran Heist being free, um, then either 700 gold or $7 per chapter, there'll be four additional chapters, so it's either going to be an extra 2,100 gold or $21. Um, $20 total if you buy it all at once. Is it worth that price of admission? Um, the rewards for uh, Rise of Shadows are as follows. When you, or for the, the Dalaran Heist are as follows. You'll get three Rise of Shadows packs, um, a golden classic pack for completing an entire, you know, all five, chapters and then a golden copy of zale the shadow cloak which we'll be going into a little bit later but it's a very cool card which very is a very cool card i like and it. so it has to be worth it because in china there it's one dollar for <laughs> one arcane dust so a gold classic pack is going to be worth a minimum of 1600 dust yeah i'm curious how they 1600 dollar value are, are you serious is the arcane dust one dollar there yeah, so in China, it, they're selling arcane dust to, mm -hmm. uh, with that comes with a loot or comes with a uh, right a card pack because they have anti loot box laws there, mm -hmm. so Preach. they can't Amen. directly purchase the card packs, but they can purchase dust, which comes with the free card pack. Yeah, hmm. it's an interesting way to skirt the system. We're actually, I'm planning on us doing a future episode based around loot boxes, microtransactions, which are including China's stance that. Um, all these uh, Western companies that are much more familiar with that system have had to work around in the ways that they've done it. It's very interesting. Um, so great point, Nux. <laughs> um, but right now, again, please go vote. The votes are going about how I expected, but um, 
Oh, and actually it's updating live. So you know what? Now they're going even more as expected. <laughs> but I, I'm curious to hear some thoughts here for sure once we uh, once we get to it. I can't wait to talk about it actually because I, 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 have, I, have I have an opinion on this. <laughs> I do. I love it. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, that's a nice transition for us. Um, yeah. Actually here, uh, anything that you want to uh, break down for us here as? Yeah, there's actually... Um, um, a couple other things that we're going to be talking about this week in addition. So uh, as we already talked about, um, we're going to be diving into uh, to, to the new content that's actually pseudo out now. Like they've revealed it. <laughs> the uh, the streams are out. Like we all kind of know what to expect now. But it actually goes live tomorrow. Probably at the normal time, which is like 1 p.m. Pacific. Excuse me, 1 p.m. Eastern, like 10 a.m. Pacific. Um, but we're going to yeah. dive into that a little bit. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna talk about... Um, your article and the things that you that you outlined in that article that are going to be in the uh, the content. Um, there's also some other stuff. We're going to step outside of Hearthstone a little bit. We're going to take a step back. We're going to talk about some of the other things that are going on in um, just big news and gaming in general, um, and some more big Hearthstone news in there as well because we we just love that here. Um, and of course, we have the usual the 10 minute meta. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about what the meta looks like. Surprise, guys! You probably see the answers coming. And uh, X is going to help us out with a uh, with an interesting uh, addition to the coach's corner. Do you want to tease the subject, X? Do you want to make him wait? Oh, we can we can make him wait. It's uh, Ooh, it's going to be it's going to be a pretty fun topic. You saucy man! But yeah, so we got a full it. show. We got a full show, and it was funny because we, we do this like every week. By like <laughs> we we finish wrapping the show on Wednesday, you know, and then and then we have our little post show meeting for like five or ten minutes. We're like, what the heck are we going to talk about next week? And then. By by Sunday, we're like, okay, well, we can probably talk about this, and <laughs> maybe we can make a section about this. But then by like Tuesday, we're like, okay, there's not enough room. What do we do? And then, literally an hour before the show today, they're like, oh, here's this other big, huge piece of Hearthstone news. Cram this into your already. So it's we got a yeah. lot to talk about. It's gonna be fun. It's like they know. Thanks, Ixar. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say this is like I can see him just like waiting, waiting until it gets closer to hit that publish. Uh, on the article <laughs> yeah they made it it's going to be a stuffed show and and something that it's nice because it's a lot of good topics to talk about I think yeah. so um and that transitions us very well into into this first section which we've already sort of covered the the article that's out for mm-hmm. our site about the dollar and heist um what we're going to be doing is kind of breaking down um in here <laughs> for everyone just kind of what the Dalaran Heist is, some of the mechanics behind it, some of what you can expect going into tomorrow because it's the newest solo adventure that launches tomorrow. Um, and just sort of getting everyone prepped as long as, as well as our thoughts on it because there are some things that I think um, I think lend themselves very well to discussions and, and how we feel about it. So um, yeah, I'm ready to just jump right into it. Do it. Um, to kick things off, again, it's called uh, the, uh, the Dalaran Heist. And so as we mentioned, there's going to be five chapters to it. These chapters were before, if you remember, old uh, old adventures like Black Rock Mountains. Um, these were referred to as wings before, where you just kind of go against all these different levels of, you know, multiple bosses in one level. Then you go to the next one, multiple bosses in the next. It was meant um, to emulate, like, raiding in WoW. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And something I think to this day is still very cool. And I'm glad that they, they have that kind of structure because... It just it, it having that association is very cool, but also tying it into this game and and making I don't know making it feel like you are doing little boss battles, working your way up to this big boss. It's all very cool and something you don't really do out. Otherwise, it's a PvP game, you know, something you don't mm-hmm. uh, experience otherwise. 
So uh, a lot of fun there. Um, the first uh, first chapter of these will be free. The second one, you will have to start paying whether it's 700 gold or $7. And then going forward, every single week, they'll release another chapter up until they have all five chapters out. Um, so what does that mean for you to get started? Well, the main thing you'll want to know with these chapters is that they're unique in of themselves. You're not just facing bosses every time you go in there. You're facing, not even facing necessarily, but there's also mechanics that are part of each of these chapters and tied in um, directly to them. So this new mechanic for the chapters is called a, um, a rule. What a rule is, is just a special effect that is only for the chapter that you're in um, that's active every single boss fight you're part of. So really quickly, I'm just going to walk you through all five chapters that are going to be available, and then what you can expect once you start a game and you face a boss in these. Uh, first chapter, Dalaran Bank. So for this one, one additional note real quick. It's very cool how well they tied in um, kind of like the theme of these rules mm -hmm. with the with the area that they're taking place in. Um, so this first one, Dalaran Bank. On your opponent's board, there'll be a 0-3 minion called a cache of cash at the start of the game. Um, if you destroy that minion, then both players get two coins. So already pretty cool and pretty flavorful. You're in a bank. There's a little thing of, of, of currency in the side, and you knock it out, and both you get whatever spills out of it, which is going to be coins. Like, <laughs> Very cool. This next one is actually my favorite. Um, because it reminds me a lot of playing Burning Crusade um, in World of mm -hmm. Warcraft, but it's the Violet Hold, and that's not necessarily the part that ties it together. But um, for this map, um, each player's uh, board contains one untargetable minion called an Imprisoned Minion. Um, both of those will actually hold a minion inside of them, but that minion only becomes active after a certain amount of turns have passed. So Grim Patron was the example they showed on one person's board, and it said, hey, this Grim Patron will not be active until three, four more turns. So basically you have a dead minion <clears throat> until three, four turns pass, then a Grim Patron comes out, and they're fighting for you or against you, however, however it's placed on the board. Um, one thing that I'm really hoping with this set, or with this uh, this specific one, is that Millhouse Mana Storm becomes oh an option. God, yes. Um, anyone who played the Burning Crusade, um, a very similar area called the Architraz, which is mm -hmm. kind of like Violet Hold. Um, it's basically this giant prison. This giant, imagine this giant space prison, and inside of it, they're housing all the worst criminals in the entire world, just like in the galaxy, mm -hmm. uh, just all these terrible people. And so you're fighting the boss, and as you're fighting them, they're unlocking these these kind of cells, so to speak, and out comes this this little mini villain that you have to face. So in the Architraz, what happens is uh, the boss says, "Okay, here, like I'm, I'm unlocking this first cell. You have to fight that." whatever that weird creature is. I'm unlocking the second cell. You have to fight this weird creature. And then there's this big buildup, like, you know what? I'm going to unleash the biggest terror you've ever seen. And they open the cell and Milhouse Mana Storm comes out and is like drunk. It's like, the, it's the best thing. He's like, wow, I have a headache. Like, I can't believe what happened. Why am I here? Uh, it's hilarious. And for the rest of the fight, Milhouse Mana Storm is on your side and you take on the boss together. Very cool. Just a quick little side note on how fun I think that would be. But again, main point, Violet Hold, you get an Imprisoned Minion. Um, these next ones I'll, I'll jump through. Streets of Dalaran is Chapter 3. Each player's board has three untargetable cart minions on it, but the big difference here is that these stay stagnant. So you will only have four uh, minion spaces to work with for the entire time that you're in Chapter 3. Um, again, pretty flavorful. You're on a street, and you can think of street vendors. They've got their carts out. It's kind of... It just, it just all lines up very cool. It's clever. Uh, these last two won't necessarily make any sense, but that's okay. Finally, we have chapter four with the underbelly, where all of your minions will have their attack and health swapped along with your opponents. 
And finally, going into chapter five, the Curator Citadel. Um, this one, it, the rule is that there's four additional bosses that you face, or at least four additional encounters that happen. So no little special effect, but you do have additional people that you have to take on. Um, after you've un unlocked all of these chapters, all five of them, even if you haven't beaten them, you'll unlock a mode called Anomaly Mode. And with Anomaly Mode, these random rules that I've... Or not random, I should say. These rules that you've been encountering, like you've got the carts on the board, you've got imprisoned minions, that sort of thing. You can uh, swap those for completely random effects, which makes it a lot of fun. The example that they've provided is an effect called Wild Magic. Um, and with Wild Magic, what happens is every spell that you cast casts for a second time. Mm -hmm. And if it's a targetable spell, say a fireball, something like that, um, it's, uh, its target is random. So you could fireball a minion on the board and then fireball your own face. Uh, things like that. So it just really has the chance to get super meme super quick. Um, and that's kind of just the foundation of what you can expect once you're actually in this setting, once you're in these chapters and you've you've purchased them one way or another. Um, these are very cool effects. So I, I think I like the way that they've set all this up and, and I'm excited to, to kind of experience it as a player. Um, and then as, I know that you'd gone into uh, kind of the, the, the meat of as a player, what you'll be doing. And so I wanted to hear your thoughts. On on the chapters? Um, well, actually, yeah. First off as the chapters, just real quick, even if, because uh, I know you have some Warcraft experience. Oh, yeah. I love, I see, to me, the best expansion in WoW was by far Wrath of the Lich King. It's right there neck and neck with Burning Crusade. I mean, they, I go back and forth all the time, but but I think at the end of the day, it's always Wrath for me. And so Dalaran has, holds a very special place in my heart because that's the main city that you're in. And they do such a good job, like, introducing characters and themes from that city. I just, I, I love it. And, and I can't wait for it. All I know, though, is that when Wild Magic is a thing, um, it's going to be it's gonna be a, a game on, on my streams, how quickly I get murdered by my own spells. Because <laughs> anybody that's seen my RNG knows that 97% of those spells are going right to my dome. So, yeah. but I, I'm excited for, for the variations and, and the randomness and the, the, the they call it roguelike. I'll, I'm ex excited to see how, how roguelike it is, but I know that I've gotten a lot of fun out of these uh, encounters in the past. So like, I actually put a lot of time into the monster hunt stuff. So I'm excited with these new twists to see how much fun I can get out of them. Mm hmm. Um, speaking of like new twists that they're putting on the stuff, in addition to like the different rule changes and the different um, mechanics that are going to be in each encounter and the anomalies that are going to be in there to mix it up, um, there's a little bit of customization that they're adding to the um, to, to to the game as well. So normally you just you select a hero and and, and that hero is what you have for the entire game. And their hero power is what you have, and you can't really, you don't have any flexibility. So like anytime you want to go back through the dungeon run and you pick whatever character you're pick, picking, that's just the same one that you've always played. But now they're introducing this cool new mechanic, and I think this is actually really clever, where you can unlock different hero power abilities. Um, and it's it's pretty neat. So the example that that they give you is um, Rakanishu is the is the one that you start out with, and he's the, he's the little fire from the lamp in um, Togwaggle's lantern. Um, he's a little mage, uh, mage, little mage, um, and he has the basic mage hero power. But then you can unlock two other ones, and they and uh, they emulate like spell effects that are common in the mage class. But you can unlock them and replace your hero power with them. For, for later playthroughs and that just adds another way uh, level to it so it's another combination of things that you can do to go through and um 
kind of mix up your experience or even like customize your experience or have a challenge like, hey, I want to make it super hard. So I'm going to pick all the worst things. You know, there's all kinds of cool ways that you can you can have fun with that. Um, and I really like that, um, that that kind of change. X, I know you spend a lot of time doing dungeon runs and PV content. Do you think that that's like, uh, like a good change? Is that going to add an element to you that's going to make it more fun? As do you, do you know what I was doing before I called you <laughs> in this Discord call? I, I, I was I, playing a Rastican Rumbles run as a rogue. I could have guessed. <laughs> so I think it's good. I think it's great because I've always had I've always taken issue with the fact that I'll go for that I'll go for that early pick the you know the the home run ball. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Be like I have like 12, 12 more cards I'm going to get that I can get value out of this and then you just. I wish I could take it out. Or like you'll have a really, really good bundle with two cards you absolutely need, like two Tinker mm-hmm. Sharp Soil Oil. And then, you know, something like bad. I can't think <laughs> of bad cards. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, and like you just want to get rid of it. I think Mur- no, uh, Storm. the 2-1 Murloc was an example that they used. So yeah. Let me get that guy out of here. Yeah. So yeah. the friendly encounters are going to be really cool. Yeah, so the friendly encounters are going to be something that's kind of new to this experience because you'll be able to... Um, yeah. You'll be able to like play NPCs that don't want to kill you, and you can just swap things out of your deck, and you can actually like change what goes into your deck. So not only can you change your hero power, but you'll be able to change cards in and out of your deck, which is something that's never been seen before. And that, I like that a lot yes. because then you can feel like you're not going to have such like a wasteful deck. Because there, there's how many times is it when you're playing a run, a run, you're like, I want that one card, but the other two I don't want. And then you got to take them because you got you. There's the one card that you do want. So the um. So that's another layer of like replayability and like manipulation that you can add in to make the, the experience more more unique and more interesting. And, and every playthrough is going to be like wildly different because of that. Um, but then on top of that, um, they're going to have like in-game quests, and that's how you unlock the um, the the hero powers as well. Um, and examples, I think that that that. Um, are the freeze 30 minions and then uh, play like 100 cards are the, the two. Yes. Yep. I had to look. <laughs> I was trying to remember, but those are the two that, that you can do. And that's how you would unlock some of these um, different hero powers. So you have all these different hero powers that you can get. You have the ability to manipulate your deck. Overall, it's going to create a lot of different variations and, and, and um, a different, completely different feel, I think, than the traditional run. So I'm actually excited for that quite a bit. Hmm. It's it's got me really excited hearing the you guys the Warcraft experts I think mm-hmm. is the word I'm going to use the Warcraft experts on the team are saying that there's so many uh, into integrated story and thematic things from from World of Warcraft and mm-hmm. ho- I'm hoping personally that they'll get me into it because I know with the Raskans Rumble thing and the the um, just the original the OG Kobolds and Catacombs dungeon runs which I I love both of them but there's no connection to anything there's no story for me i have no idea why i'm playing as a wolf cat thing <laughs> rumble but hopefully this will be more engaging for me who's more just a no no wow only hearthstone fan you know mm-hmm. yeah um, it is cool to the, the throwback that some of this is going to have to some of those the, those old lore references like uh like eric was talking about too so i'm excited to see how much they can work that in because there's a lot of like like I said, it's somebody that spent a lot of time and dollar on. There's a lot of like characters that you take for granted that you just like. I see this character all the day, uh, all the time, every day, and and then to see them pop up in this game years later is just going to be a fun experience for me. Yeah, yeah well, you mentioned Rican issue. The the flame from Tagwaggle's right. lantern has a name. Yeah. 
like Blizzard went. Uh, well, and just imagine the voice lines, and imagine mm-hmm. maybe the actions that could happen. Like that's Prime Blizzard is taking a character like that that we're aware of, but haven't really identified in any special way, mm-hmm. and then making it making it front and center, and having us go, "Whoa!" Like the the flame from inside Togwaggle's lamp, like. Yeah. I'm just waiting for this them to be to, for the big reveal at the end for their like you know for their big twist at the end. Rakanishu is actually Ragnaros's son. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's gonna be on like Drama. Jerry Springer. It's gonna be yes. Ragnaros and Ragnaros Light Lord next to each other. I've got <laughs> this envelope here. Are you ready for me to open it? <laughs> Even better if it's like you are not the father, and like yeah, Ragnaros does a backflip or something. Yes. I told you it was Alakir. <laughs> I love this. I love this. Can we Beautiful. just... This is the new <laughs> segment for us, right? The Jerry Springer, our stone Jerry Springer. Can we just yeah. bring this back? <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, oh, God. They say do what you know. So, oh, wait, wait, wait. I shouldn't have said that. So, Eric, what do, what do we get for, for, for doing all this fun new content? I mean, like... At the end of the day, people are, are they play games like this for the reward. If the reward is packs, if the reward is leveling, uh, ranking up and and getting you know the your highest ladder rank ever or whatever. What's 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 the incentive here to do this? Great question, um, X. I wasn't sure if you wanted to touch. Yeah, on this yeah, as yeah. Well. I can take this. Yeah. Um. So at the end, at the end of each section or chapter, as you will. Uh, you're going to receive three packs, assuming that you clear it. And once you finish the entire thing, you're going to get Whizbang. No. Gold <laughs> Whizbang. No. Zale. Zale Shadow Cloak is the name. And what it is, is it's Whizbang only cheating. You don't want to get that really bad that really bad mage deck. Just play Zale, because Zale only gives you one of the evil classes, which is Priest, Warlock, Warrior, Shaman, or Rogue. So you won't get any of the, All the good classes. unplayed classes. <laughs> <laughs> and you have a two out of five pack to get a or two out of five chance to get a good class. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just a strictly better whizbang at the time. Also, once you finish, you'll get a golden classic pack, which, as we discussed earlier, just mad value if you take the yes. conversion rate of arcane dust to Chinese dollars. Let me yeah. flex my flex my no. uh, how you say cultural oh, insensitivity and not knowing. Well, red man. <laughs> But um, but yeah. So and then at the end of it, if you're a nerd like myself or Azrael when it comes to statistics, <laughs> they keep track of literally everything. How many times you press your hero yes. power? How many hero or which heroes you normally use? You know, and just your best of everything. So if I went through all the stats that they had named, I would you know we would just go over forever, forever, yeah. forever. Um, and the coolest part of all of this, and I was mentioning the story engagement is this is part one mm-hmm. and there's going to be three parts during this uh expansion so i'm glad that blizzard is finally addressing the issue of balance by moving it to a pve game <laughs> a PvP game. well pve <laughs> games are much easier to balance because you don't have to involve player skill it's just yeah. it's just all triggers and mechanics and you know <laughs> i'm sorry I'm, get, <laughs> I'm getting cynical here um yeah i I, I brought us there, though. Like, it, right. I feel you like I up. can't talk for more than 30 seconds without complaining about Warrior. I am actually really intrigued with these rewards. I think these rewards are... Um, they're very, very cool. Like, they're exciting. Like, I don't I don't need classic cards. I have all classic cards. I don't, I don't even need that many golden classic cards. But just the idea of getting a super rare 
golden classic pack is just so cool. Like, I don't even want to open it. I just want to leave it there just to look at it, just like mouse over it once in a while and watch it go you know, vibrate yeah, with my... <laughs> vibrate there's a there's people I'm gonna take over real quick from that <laughs> there's people like Redbeard who are arena streamers and I, I I see them open their packs when they when they get a win and you you just see the golden the golden classic pack hanging out up on the top left there and you're like look at that flex like yeah. look at that look at that just low key flex up there like mm-hmm. that's not a bad idea just to keep it and just to tantalize. Just, just be like, look, I don't, I don't even need this, guys. Yeah, this, Come this at means me. nothing to me. But, <laughs> I'm oh, not this a was golden human being. Yeah. I no way I could keep it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't, don't, don't get me wrong. That'll last maybe a day, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, they, they gave out gold loot boxes before in Overwatch. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys played Overwatch. A oh, lot. Yeah. Damn. Yo, that was so exciting when that came out, and mm-hmm. I. It was, I don't know, it was just like golden, it felt like golden, I'm, I'm not even going to go down the Overwatch route because that'll just take me a whole sure. new game. So, yeah, no worries. How do you guys feel like about the adventures? I know we, we talked about, uh, as you talked about, you were excited for the rewards. Mm-hmm. I talked about how I was excited for basically everything that you said as. <laughs> Eric, how do you feel? How do you feel about all this? So even to tie this kind of into our Twitter poll question, I am very happy with the rewards. The fact that every single one you clear at least gives you something like three mm-hmm. packs is nice. Um, I wouldn't have been shocked. I would have been disappointed, but I wouldn't have been shocked if honestly you didn't get three packs at the end of a, a run. So um, what I think, though, is I think it's still a missed opportunity because if they really want to push... Um, the play rates of these modes. I think, as we had talked about before, there needs to be some, just, uh, there needs to be a reward of some kind, whether it be gold, whether it be packs, whether it be some kind of achievement, I don't know what, but there needs to be some kind of reason to bring people back once they've already gotten all the content. Um, I think if they could have done, hey, if you finish a run, you get 10 gold, 20 gold, and that yeah. stacks up to three, three times, or once a day or something like that, for a max of 30 to 60. Like, I think something like that, that'll get people, that'll get the play rate going, and that'll keep the engagement going. Especially during those times where it's like, hey, you know what, ladder's being a real pain, but like, do I really just want to play this now? Like, yeah. that's just that additional little voice on your shoulder saying, hey, keep playing this mode, like, at least do it for the three times so you can get your gold, and then you can... You can wrap up if you want, but um, I think it's a missed opportunity for that, sincerely. So I'm I'm happy with what they are doing, but I think they could have gone even further and really made me just ecstatic. Yeah, it's a step in the right it's a step in the right direction. But I mean, and in, in, in chat's echoing your feelings here, and I'll even echo them. I'm somebody, and, and I'm I'm saying this for context. I know it probably sounds like I'm 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 trying to chest dump here, but um, <laughs> I have I have all the cards, but I would still do this more often. If I would get something out of it, not because I need just more cars, but just because getting that that feedback, that 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 reward, yeah. makes it feel valuable. But beyond that, like we all know that Hearthstone has like the lowest reward rates, and I feel I feel kind of like skeezy, like saying "Give me more free stuff," but. You know, people put a lot of time and energy into this game and a lot of money into this game. Even when you give them free stuff, most people spend some amount of money on this game at some point. There's very few people that play it, like, yeah. truly free, that play it on a regular basis. And um, and giving giving a little bit of reward to, like, you know, because it's like the carrot, right? Like, you, you play this you play this PvE content and it gets you into the game and it wants you to make, you want to play more. And it teases you into wanting to play 
the competitive side, which you need to you know get these card packs and get this gold for. And it would be a nice way to to get a little bit of extra gold without having to be so competitive all the time. So I, yeah. I really I really like that idea, and I think that it's t- totally reasonable that you know if you have a hundred gold cap a day that you can get from from doing um, from doing you know. Uh, Playing on the ladder, like the thirty wins. Yeah. yeah, why, why, why couldn't you? Why couldn't you get a third of that gold towards your cap from the PVE content? So that way you don't have to stress out and spend six hours every day grinding out thirty games to get one pack of cards. You could spend two hours doing this fun thing, and then the other four hours doing the not the less fun or the more grindy thing. So I actually like that idea a lot. Even if it's not, it doesn't have to be a huge reward, just something. So I agree. But other, overall, yeah. I, I really, I, I really like it, and I, I do think that they gave us more than I expected. Because in the past, yeah. you know, with the last few adventures they did, it was just the experience of it. But now they're actually giving us some, and they're kind of cool. Like, like I, I like the the idea of this like anti whizbang card. <laughs> it's kind of cool. Well, and that almost leads me to one final thought about mm-hmm. all this: is the fact that this is also evil based. It makes me hopeful that going into the the next expansion it's sort of a hero based expansion and they right. can do the the flip of this card they can say instead of zail the shadow cloak it'll be whatever mike the 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 holy hammer or something i don't know um <laughs> mike but yeah you know just <laughs> casual mike the, the defender of the light um <laughs> and yeah so like something like that and then they could have it be the flip again like now you're going through this this whole run system but instead of facing you know these defenders you're facing the the evil henchmen maybe that you had faced already something like that or that you'd played it as, as already. I think it opens up a lot of really strong narrative opportunities, which is very cool. So, like, again, I think they just hit it out of the park with this one, but mm-hmm. like, that's even just a cool thing to think about. And hopefully that they integrate. I'm definitely I excited with the direction. Play, Sorry, go ahead. I would much rather play Mike than Zale, because <laughs> then I wouldn't have to play as warrior or priest. <laughs> I love it. And it probably spells the same Uther, put your faith in the light, but it's just. <laughs> Maybe put your faith in the mic. Don't <laughs> put your faith in the mic. Clip it. <laughs> put your faith in the mic. You're gonna kill me, dude. You're gonna kill me. Thank don't, you. But don't worry, Axe. You'll still cue into the evil warlock or oh, the evil. God, everyone. I love that. You could do yeah. matches that way yeah. too. You duel someone and yeah. you're a light deck and they're a dark deck. Ooh, ooh, I like it. I like where this Tavern is brawl incoming. That's yeah. right. Um, but awesome. Thank you guys. That's, it's interesting. It sounds like we're all happy about it and mm-hmm. any reservations we have are pretty, pretty minor in the grand scheme of things. I would agree. So yeah. Okay. Good job, Hearthstone. Yeah. So we, we, as I say, we brought up, we brought up that there were flavor elements that were ingrained from WoW into Hearthstone. Mm-hmm. Rumor has it, WoW Classic had a release date. Yes, it did, X. In fact... Just yesterday, they finally announced the long-awaited WoW Classic release date, August twenty-seventh, which is also Judgment Day, isn't it? From isn't it? Or is it August 29th? I can't remember. It's like the same date, but it doesn't matter. Uh, August twenty-seventh this year, WoW Classic, and actually they released quite a bit of information about it. Um, so I'm super excited about that because I'm gonna I'm gonna play me some WoW Classic because I I played. I played WoW on and off up until like a year, year and a half ago, um, but well, I've, I've been longing to go back, so I'm super excited about it. Um, but they got the stress test, or excuse me, the beta tests are, are starting like today, like oh. today. Yeah, so you can go right now. You can go into your Blizzard account if you don't have a Blizzard account, just create one. It's like free, right? You go in there, you create one, and then you just opt in, and they're randomly going to select people to be in the the beta opt in, and then 
even if you don't get into that, you can get into one of the stress tests. And that's basically, they invite anybody that wants to play because they just want to break their stuff. Um, yeah. But go there, opt in if you want to get in. Um, they pick, t- pick people random. You can get into the stress test or the beta, like starting right now. It's already, it's already live. Um, they've already been handing out beta keys for that. So, um, but then they've got, they've announced the dates for the stress test. They're starting in May and in June and in July. They've got stress test weekends. They're doing a, a three sets of them. But the really interesting thing is, and I'm kind of excited about this, and 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 Eric, you probably are too. They actually announced that they're going to let you create your character a full two weeks early, on August 13th, so you can reserve that name because everybody knows, like the day of, you want to log in, get in there, and just like create your character really real quick, so you can get yeah. that name that you've been dreaming about for three years while you waited for this game to come out. So <laughs> I thought that was really cool. Not not only that they're doing it, but that that they announced that they're doing it and they're going to let you get in. But another interesting yeah. – go ahead. Well, I was going to say just a nice note about that as well is because the big reason people want to reserve their name so quickly is there's people who just hop on and take every name possible. They fill mm-hmm. up all their character slots with just names. And some people even sell them. I remember when I was playing WoW. Why are you um, looking at me, Eric? During the first three years. I'm just looking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the first, uh, the first three years it was released, um, I remember people selling names. And selling oh, yeah. characters, it'd be like, this is a 70 character, maybe a 60 character. But the real fact is that their name is like Frost or something. Like, that's the selling point. Yeah, so some cool name. It's what's, what's cool about this is the fact that they're limiting it to you can only reserve three names ahead of time mm-hmm. with your with three characters ahead of time as well. So that way, I don't know, it'll be nice. You're not logging into the, the launch day servers that I'm sure, even though they won't be a, a mess because, you know. Blizzard should hopefully have it figured out by now. Um, people might just be logging on quicker, or maybe you'll be at work or something, and and all of a sudden I can't take root clouds. I have to be like butt clouds. If I'm you hoping name I don't have to be butt your clouds. wild character root clouds, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> I am. I've got a whole system in my head, and I can't say it on stream because people will take it. Well, now root clouds is out Even there. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, big surprise. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make an orc shaman and call him mike i think it's just the most mm. flavorful thing i could do i love it wow how now hook up with magatha <laughs> with magatha i'll hook up with magatha if it's it. not a human paladin named mike i'm not going to be friends with you anymore. yeah the only, yeah the only copy Ezreal's threat <laughs> <laughs> damn yeah, i guess i'm just not going to have any friends not even by extension anymore especially if you try to play a uh, an orc paladin because they don't exist no well they will now <laughs> <laughs> what's your um, faith in the mic so another. <laughs> oh my god, this is just derailing as we yeah. right in front of our eyes. So one other thing to note though is that um, WoW Classic, even if you don't want to buy the full game or whatever, it's going to be open to everybody with an active WoW subscription for at least the first month. So you can try it. You can just yeah. you can just try it if you if you play WoW now and maybe you came in really late, you can go try it. It's going to be a little bit of a culture shock for you. But it's, but to me, as somebody that's played decade plus of WoW, um, it's 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 worth the frustration and the reward, the sense of achievement from from classic WoW. And and Eric, I know you probably back me up on this one because oh, yeah. of, of how much harder it was compared to what what WoW is now. It it was like so rewarding. Like I remember the first time I downed a raid boss back in vanilla content, and I was just like, oh my god, it was so hard and it felt so good. So I cannot wait to live through that pain again <laughs> and it's gonna yeah. be funny because i've done it all and i'm gonna go back and it's gonna be just as hard and i can't wait <laughs> yeah raid boss forget raid boss we're talking about blue drops your first blue drop i remember mine I remember <laughs> a, a, a paladin and completing the um 
um, the quests, because I don't think I actually got a blue drop from my first Deadmines run, mm -hmm. but when you turn the quest with Van Cleef's head, you get a piece that you can choose from. Um, and I'm fairly certain that I chose the sword that came out of it when I should have chosen the chest. Yep, the chest <laughs> is amazing. <clears throat> chest is incredible. Even though it's leather, I'm like, oh, I wear mail, though. Back Not then, it wasn't penalty, though. Yeah, We need to bring that quest flavor into Hearthstone. We're handing someone Van Cleef's head. Only been in every single world champions deck, don't worry, oh, or in lineup. A uh, real quick note I want to make as well, just because we had Ash ask it. For anyone who's interested in playing WoW Classic, um, it'll actually you it'll be the same fifteen dollar a month subscription that you would pay for normal Warcraft or World Warcraft as it stands. So if you have an active subscription to World Warcraft, you're gonna have access to uh, to just WoW Classic. But if you don't, you'll have to still pay that fifteen dollars a month uh, to have full access to it. Mm -hmm. Good for those double dippers. If you don't have one active wild count like mine, well, then you're going to be also paying 15. So, yeah. Super excited, though. Honestly, it's all I can think about. Yeah. I was watching beta streams today because it went live, as Agile mentioned. I was just watching streams at work of people playing. I'm so um, jealous. I'm checking my email like four or five times, literally four or five times a day. Like every time yeah. I get a notification on my phone, I'm like, crap, it's the wrong email. <laughs> <laughs> Like, mom, I don't want to talk right now. Get off the email. I don't love you. You're distracting me. <laughs> <There> you <go. laughs> um, but speaking of which, staying in the Warcraft universe, mm -hmm. there's also um, something a little more exciting that's uh, that's happening in modern day Warcraft, which you don't hear as often about because through you know the ups and downs of the past 15 years of World of Warcraft, yes. you know, there's been lots of ups and lots of downs. Um, but today, uh, Blizzard released one of the most beautiful cinematics I've maybe ever seen, but especially one of the best World of Warcraft cinematics, I think, of all time, in my opinion, just because oh, yeah. of, if you look at it from a pure graphical standpoint and, and just the beauty of it. So we're going to show you all that. We're going to discuss a little bit about it as well and then um, take it from there. I left that life behind. I'm no one's savior. I will not lead the Horde. I didn't ask. But I hoped you would at least fight for it. Oh man, I I've watched that that, that cinematic like four times with it's just so well done. It's so dramatic. The music is so perfect. Yeah, uh, it's beautiful. It makes me want to play like the straight up Battle for Azeroth, which I have played zero. I bought it. I bought it. I intended <laughs> to play it. No, I bought it. I intended to play it, and I just never did. Yeah. I just never did because I was like, eh, I'm not. I'm not in a wild mood. I'm not in a wild mood. And but seeing that cinematic is like, am I kind of active right now? Because I want to log in. Yeah. I highly recommend everyone to, even if you don't play World of Warcraft, go check out that cinematic, um, twi uh, twitter.com slash Warcraft, or if you type in just World of Warcraft cinematic, it will be the first result. Um, one of the coolest things about it is its representation of rogues, honestly. The fact that um, this whole cinematic, let's just say that undead rogues show up, um, and the way that they they kind of brought to life, so to speak, their mechanics, things like stealth and all of that, and their attacks vanish, it's it's so cool to see. And I just like yeah. was losing it at work. I had to, to stop this, this grin that was growing on my face because of 
everything about it was the best. Doesn't it just take you back to like when you first started playing WoW and like in your mind, you're imagining that's how your character's powers actually would look in real life. That, that's what it did for me because my first character at launch in, in I was in the beta back back in the old school original beta and I played a warlock and then at release I played a rogue so oh man I loved it oh it took me back anyway I, I, I'm getting excited right now about a game I, I don't even want to play because <laughs> it makes me want to play it's okay play. though yeah no. But there's a lot, like there's a lot going on in that. Like, and we picked that clip in particular because it kind of teases what's kind of been going on in the world. I don't want to spoil it for yes. people that don't know, but there's a lot of like crazy stuff that's happened over the last like year. And I've been kind of following the yeah. the wild lore, and I know Eric, you do as well. Yes. Um, yeah. There's pretty much a horde civil war going on right now. Uh, Sylvanas is the war chief right now, and they have been making some very questionable decisions, some like very brutal decisions that a lot of like the, the older, like more, they would consider themselves at least the more honorable horde would, would say like, Oh, this is going against our way. This is too barbaric, or this is too like, none of this is done with honor. Um, that's just the big thing they keep coming back to. Sylvanas is kind of seeming a little unhinged. Um, so that whole, that whole sequence is, uh, is surfing a really high uh, Lieutenant in, in, uh, on the horde side that's been around since vanilla. Wow. Um, going up to Thrall, who we all know and love. Um, Thrall's been a little bit in their own sort of self-imposed exile. I'm going to break this down very quickly, where the reason that Thrall is not really involved with anyone right now is because uh, back in Warlords of Draenor, Thrall had to face off against Garrosh. They challenged, or, or Thrall challenged Garrosh again to another one versus one battle, and Thrall was able to defeat Garrosh, but using the power of the elements, which was against kind of the code of that battle that they both agreed on. You're not supposed to really introduce that. So from what my understanding is, the elements sort of are penalizing Thrall and saying like, hey, like that's we're not okay with this. By taking away Thrall's elemental energy, at least to a large portion, um, and, and now the Thrall that we kind of know from before, this big, you know, elemental shaman has sort of been reduced a little bit. You saw him pick up the axe instead of Doomhammer, seeming more of like a, a, a melee warrior, of mm-hmm. course, than like a than like a traditional shaman so um this is surfing saying hey guess what savannah maybe not the best choice for a war chief that we've had right now <laughs> we need your help in this revolution to take back the horde to the way that uh, that we want it to be run so so you know what i took away from this whole clip and this whole explanation mm-hmm. that um the next hero card that's going to be um uh released in hearthstone is going oh. to be uh yeah warrior thrall or surfing. <laughs> no. Or surfing, yeah. Yeah. I just <laughs> cool. want to see Thrall as a warrior and then Gromash as, as a shaman. I just think that would be funny. Can you imagine how confusing that would be to talk about in a warrior shaman match? <laughs> I would be more confused than when I watched the ge- when I looked at the gender swap picture of EO. Oh. <laughs> this is a good picture. It's a very confusing picture. Confusing in the best possible ways, it. though. <laughs> um, but that's not like the only thing going on um, in 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 gaming this week. I mean, that's some pretty big news between between um, the the uh, the new solo content coming out this week, and of course all the WoW information uh, that has been released. But um, also, there is a bit of like uh, uh, of um, excuse me, I'm stumbling. There's a bit of of Hearthstone uh, competitive news that's coming out as well. Um, which is um, they're changing up how they're doing the Masters starting um, after this first round here. On uh, June 7th, they're they're actually going to switch up 
uh, and st- I guess I guess streamlines a good way to say it. They're going to try to streamline the process for the Masters qualifiers, um, among some other things. Um, that news was was what we were talking about at the beginning of the show was released like literally minutes before we went live, um, and uh, we were scrambling to <laughs> to 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 get all the information around to throw it into the show here. But it's 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 so important. We thought we wanted to at least touch on it for a minute, um, guys. Did you have a chance to read any of that information at all? Yeah. So the the general overview the general overview is they're cutting in half the number of qualifiers that are going to take place. Um, in, and they're also going to take efforts to speed up some of the tournaments. They're going to remain specialist, but some of them are not going to be Swiss, but single elimination. The coolest part of everything they did, though, was they took the people who made, I think it was six top eights. Correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm mm-hmm. not going to read through the article right now. Mm-hmm. No, they sense. made six top eights or more in these qualifiers. They retroactively put them into... Uh, or qualified them for the tournament for the masters qualifier and uh, or excuse me for the masters and they're going to do that moving forward so if you're just a consistently high performer you're going to get rewarded and that that change right there huge is yeah that's huge for me at least it gives it reinvigorates me for trying to potentially um, go after something like this right yeah, because it's frustrating to play in something like this and consistently finish in like fourth or seventh or third place and know that you you're good enough and and you just because you one matchup you don't get the draws or you get you 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 get paired up against your hard counter and it that all that time and energy and practice that you put in goes to waste and this kind of rewards those people that show that they're consistently good but um but just for whatever reason it doesn't quite work out and gives them a chance to actually go to that next level. Let me let me put a name out there. Let me put a name out there for one of the people who just never won one but got in on this. Ostkaka. Yep. That's exactly name. who I was going to say too. Yep. <laughs> yeah, which is one of the biggest <laughs> names in Hearthstone and and even he is struggling to get in um and and boom, now we can. Now we can go on. I mean, there's there's a couple names on this list that you see um that you see around mm-hmm. and a few of them you just see on like high ladder, but that name definitely stands out. Oh, yeah. uh, how, how do you feel about all these changes that are going on? I know you haven't been a fan of the specialist format. What do you think about their decision to keep it, Eric? Yeah, so it makes sense. I'm not going to say that I'm in love with it, but it makes sense them going about it this way. I think Blizzard's biggest thing right now is selling people on specialist. I don't think we were going to see them turn off of it um, as much as I really wanted to, but in such a drastic way. I think this is their meeting in the middle, and it's mm-hmm. made a lot of people happy just meeting in the middle, um, especially this kind of responsiveness, because there really hasn't been much communication from the Hearthstone esports side in general right. um, in regards to you know some of the complaints that people have had about specialists. So this is a really nice positive step. Um, I, I'm I'm optimistic about it, because I think it does go to show that with enough people vocalizing their concerns and this being top to bottom, you may have people who, um, who, you know, are, are very consistently critical of Blizzard and that can make other people who view those opinions as, as maybe just a little biased. Mm-hmm. But when you have just this biggest range of, of people who are competing, you have grandmasters, even all these different sets of players who represent the highest level of Hearthstones and have built trust just through what they've done in this community. Um, 
to have them also call out these changes and then show so much relief after they, you know, once they make a positive step in them really goes to show where the state of things were. So I like it. My, the only thing that I, I always am just like, you know, sort of iffy about with single elimination is it has a great players can have a harder time to stand out than in a Swiss format, obviously, because it comes down to those games. That's mm-hmm. it. You see the get or you don't. With a Swiss, a good player will be better served than a single elimination bracket. But I think this is something that they have to do for the sake of the length of the tournaments. Right. It was a barrier for someone like me, knowing that I could potentially be in a 14 to 16 hour uh, yeah. qualifier. And that could be my Saturday. And I might, even if I cracked the top eight, even if I cracked the top four or top two, I still might not make it. Um, that's that's very defeating going into something that shouldn't that yeah. I don't think Blizzard wants to to have that that hurdle in the way before people even start playing. So yeah, and not um, to mention I'm that happy. it's it's directly contradictory to their like increasing accessibility, right? Like they yeah. wanted to make this more approachable and accessible to players, and it's like it's the opposite. It's creating more barriers. You got this this huge time barrier, and the fact that that because you're investing 16 hours in a tournament, that's other tournaments you you can't try to enter if you get knocked out. And I mean, it's it, there's a, there's a lot of ways that it almost kind of a little bit maybe backfired on them. So I, I I think these these changes are kind of good to kind of get it back on track for what they originally said they wanted to do with it. Yeah. So, so I'm rereading the article here just to make sure there's anything else mm-hmm. we didn't cover. I know they, they mentioned to balance this, each master's qualifier will award two invites to its respective master tour events. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, please touch on that, X. If no, 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 go for it. Sorry, I had a. Oh no, no, that's I. I, I didn't think moment. that was anything different, <laughs> but it made it sound like it was. So, what was your thought? You know, I had one about something. <laughs> And then it disappeared for me. So instead, I'm going to uh, smile, point at the camera, and wait for one of you two to bail me out. Okay. Well, um, if there's nothing else on this article, you guys, we will link it in chat. Um, it is an interesting article. We are going to delve into it more uh, later as they re- reveal more information. It was more of like of a notice than it was, that was going into a lot of detail. Um, they yeah. do. I mean, they they skimmed over some stuff. They named some names that they're that they're giving a second chance. They did basically outline some huge changes, but it's just kind of scratching the surface so um we'll delve into it probably a lot more next week because next week is is masters and uh so we're going to talk about we're going to be talking about that i'm sure on the show and this will tie into that nicely so we'll have a chance to get some more information on it we'll have a chance to delve into it deeper like i said this just came out minutes before we were we went live um so the the link is in is in the chat go check it out um if you follow the professional scene or if you're interested in getting the professional scene it's definitely something you want to take five minutes and take a look at and keep your eye on moving forward um and if you follow the professional scene you may or may not know that grandmasters is this week they did such a good job at advertising right (laughs) (laughs) talk about the communication that you were you know yeah yeah (laughs) can i want to ask very quickly uh, I we had this we had talked about this in the Discord sure. I think earlier today or yesterday. But before that notice, we knew three days before it was going to happen. Today, now it's two days before, so we knew one day ahead of everyone else when yep. this tweet was made. Did you either of you know before I had put that in the Discord that this was happening this weekend? Nope, no idea. Yep, this is the marquee event for Hearthstone. Mm-hmm. This is something that should be getting pushed. I would argue just as hard, if not as hard, than the solo content adventure. Mm-hmm. 
And the fact that it's not is very concerning. Mm-hmm. I was very excited about the fact that they did make changes as far as the format with specialists that they're using for these qualifiers and everything. But it's very concerning when it's the kickoff to their marquee event with the biggest players that some of them were hand selected right. to join as opposed to based off of you know the metrics that they did choose. But um, that's concerning to me. It makes me worried. Um, I, maybe someone fell asleep on the job, but yeah, I I wanted I to point that out before anything else. Yeah, it's it's interesting because it's kind of like it's kind of like saying, oh, uh, you know, in other news, the Super Bowl is tomorrow. Okay, guys, have a good night. You know, it's <laughs> right. You know, it, it 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 does it does kind of now that you mention it, raise a bit of a red flag when you when you sit there and you um and you wonder why they weren't drawing more attention to it. Is it because they're afraid that they're going to get negative attention? Right, if they because it's it has these long drawn out matchups because there's so much rogue being played. I mean, is there or do you honestly think that maybe somebody just dropped the ball? But the guy they brought in to run this tournament, he's like I don't remember his name off the top of my head, but I remember reading about him. He's this guy that like this is what he does. This is what he's known for. He's organizing these big tournaments and these big events. And do you really think he would have intentionally or or just like screwed up like that? So we can we can point all of the issues for this not to him because he's the new guy he's just incoming he didn't have a whole lot of time it's XR's fault I knew, this is where we're- <laughs> <laughs> I knew that's where you were going oh my god but uh, where where else could I go with uh, it I mean if if I don't spend at least five minutes of each episode dogging warrior and at least two minutes blaming XR for all of my <laughs> mental issues then I. <laughs> It wouldn't be an episode of the orbit, but we can. Fair. Yeah, yeah. But we should move on to speaking of all this. Yeah, the ten minute meta. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, guys. So, this week's ten minute meta. It's gonna be. Um, it's gonna be a little interesting. Um, in the fact that a lot of, of big changes and swings have happened in the meta over the last seven days. <laughs> okay, I tried to say that with a straight face. I can't. K A P P A is how it's spelled. <laughs> Oh man, I try. I tried to. Um, so literally, I've been doing this thing over the last three weeks as we've been doing this this meta segment, where um, I highlight in green the things that aren't changing as far as talking points go. And one of the things that hasn't changed is the fact that Rogue is still the most popular deck since ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the most popular it's been since ever. But we'll get to that in a minute. Um, there, there, there's been very sarcasm aside. There's been very little shifting in the meta over the last month period the the metal seemed to settle fairly quickly after about the first week and it's been very samey ever since um and there's a lot of numbers to back this up i've been watching the numbers i I pulled the numbers from um hs replay um every day or every other day at the latest and over the last week and the um the prediction that we made last week which was that um secret hunter was the deck to play to stay ahead of the meta um, and to kind of counter what's 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 out there um, was was correct. It's still the number one deck in the meta, and it's still holding steady with a fifty nine percent win rate at rank five to legend. Um, only struggling against really control warrior, token druid, and nomi priest. Uh, now that sounds like oh, that's a lot of decks to struggle against. But when we get into some stats here in a minute, you'll see it's not actually that bad. When rogue is sixty percent of the matches played, it changes the the outlook a little bit basically yeah um and we and we got some numbers to dive in here for, in a minute but rogue is still the most popular deck being played um rogue hunter and warrior still dominate the ladder in win rate and popularity um, but mage has recently snuck into the conversation actually pushing control warrior out of second place which is surprising wow. 
which is actually surprising. That shocked me. I actually had to run the numbers twice because, like, wait, wait, what? Because <laughs> I didn't expect that. Um, and X actually predicted three weeks ago that um, I think it was three weeks ago that X predicted that 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 um, uh, Mage was going to um, swing up in popularity. Um, it did move up, but it's it's now in, in second place after um, that's in popularity after Rogue. Um, so here's some stats for you over um, uh, over the uh, the the top five decks over the last week as far as um, uh, play rates go. The the play rates of, of the top five classes right now are Temple Rogue is still number one at twenty four percent. It's down. Um, it's down a few percent this week um, from 29.5% last week, which is a 19% drop in play rate, but it's only you know 5% uh, in presence. Um, but Dragon Mage has actually gone up. It was 8% last week. It's now at 11.7%, so it's moved from 4th to 2nd place. Control Warrior is still holding steady at... Uh, 11.2% play rate. Um, again, these numbers are at rank 5 to legend. Mech Hunter is, it falls a little bit, um, to, but still being played 9.8% of the time. And uh, Token Druid has worked its way into the top 5. It was at 4% last week, and it's at 7% this week, which is a pretty big jump. It's almost doubled its presence, yeah. but it makes sense because it's a hard counter to Secret Hunter, which is the um, strong answer to a lot of the deck's above it on this list so it actually makes quite a bit of sense um and the win but the tiers are almost exactly identical to what you expect them to be if you looked at at the tier list over the last week it almost didn't change at all um um, secret hunter was at the top and some combination of 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 uh, of see uh, of I'm sorry, some combination of control warrior, dragon mage, mech hunter, token druid, um, and uh, murloc shaman were in there right after it with uh, mechathune warrior and uh, uh, bomb warrior coming in right around seven or eight right behind it. So this week with 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 what we know has been true the last two weeks. Basically, the meta has barely shifted. Um, Secret Hunter is still the deck to be playing if you want to, if you want to have a good chance against all of these. The numbers with that that deck are very very strong. Um, but I hate to say it, guys. At this point, I'm going to actually endorse playing Tem- Temple Rogue. I know I hate to say it, but I think it's important that we j- hold on, X. Hold on. <laughs> Here's the thing, like guys, we just need to lean into it. We need to lean into it. We need to get that play rate at up to like a hundred percent so that blizzard will finally realize that there's a reason why everybody's playing this deck because secret hunter has very 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 strong numbers but rogue still has stronger numbers the only reason rogue is not dominating the meta right now is because warrior is keeping it in check that is it that is it the warrior is not the problem guys you hate warrior regis (laughs) kilman regis kilman put out a great video on this like a week ago great video if you guys hate warrior well then you need to see rogue Get, get squashed because warrior is like meh it's a meh deck x you've been saying it the whole time it's a meh deck it is the stats show it's a it's 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 an okay deck it's good in like three matchups and the one it's best against is it's a hard counter to rogue and as long as there's rogue it's going to be there so guys if you want rogue to go away play a lot of it that's how you get rid of the deck you play it till blizzard goes there's 60 percent of every deck is rogue uh but it's actually just a strong deck right now um yeah. The, the, the numbers don't lie, uh, and, and and if you alternate between Secret Hunter and Temple Rogue, you're you're going to have some success if you're playing it well. The same deck list I recommended last week is still the deck I would recommend this week, um, and I will pay, paste that 
uh, deck code in, in, in chat as well. But I wanted to give you guys just a couple of stats on Secret Hunter. And this is, again, this is taking over the last week, right? So this isn't the week before. This is over the last week with the shifts that are above. The win rate with, with, um, with Secret Hunter is 59% um, against, the, against all decks that's playing. If you take out its hard counter, Token Druid, its win rate is 65 percent wow wow now, yeah now when you now when you note that 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 token druid is only seven percent of the meta at rank five to, to legend that means one in 14 games is going to be that hard counter the rest of the time you're a better than two-thirds favorite against almost anybody you're playing if you play smart that is an incredible number that's why this deck is dominating right now even though tempo rogue is really strong and why is this deck dominating it's 63 percent against tempo rogue which is 24 percent of the meta it's 58 percent against dragon mage which is 12 percent of the meta it's 59 percent against control warrior which is 11 percent of the meta and it's 59 percent against get this hunters which is mostly mech because mech hunter is being played at almost two and a half times the rate that this deck is being played, but it's 59% mm -hmm. against mirror matches. That's pretty darn good. So that's why this deck is dominating. Um, now again, with temporal, why am I saying temporal X? I'm sorry, please don't hate me. I love you brother, but I have to, I have to give the people the truth. And the truth is that with the exception of the mirror match and control warrior, which is about 35%, of the games you'll face at rank five, you're you have a better than sixty percent win rate against all other decks. So in two thirds of your game, you're winning sixty percent of the time, and then your hard counter control warrior isn't really a hard counter because you're only a forty seven percent. You're only three percent disadvantaged from a coin flip, guys. So that is why these two decks are dominating. Okay, I've thrown a lot of numbers and a lot of information out there, guys. X. With as few expletives as possible, please, please tell me what you think about what I've said. <laughs> well, you. Okay, wait, let me restart. Well, <laughs> using your math and your theory, Azrael, it is only proper to hate Warrior because if there was no Warrior, it would be 90% Rogue, which would force a nerf. <laughs> and Got that him. sums up my thoughts on the meta. Wow. Well done. Well done. Well done. Well done. <laughs> beautiful uh, man it's just it is just nuts it's nuts that things are, are at the point that they are right now um with rogue so clearly and defiantly like just taking that spot and mm -hmm. it just it's 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 wild because you take it even its hardest counter which is odd warrior and what'd you say 47 percent win rate against its hard counter when we normally see hard counters register anywhere from like 41 to 42 43 low 40s yeah yeah that's that's just absurd. It's so strong yeah. right now. Um, yeah, don't take my word for it, guys. Go on HS Replay right now. There's tons of sites out there with. with I mean, this, these this information is coming off of millions of games. Go do your own homework. Don't take my word for it. The numbers are out there. They fluctuate from day to day, but I've been watching this for what three weeks now, and these numbers how often are almost the same. Mm. So, and there are tons of pros now that are at the point where they're coming out and say Regis Kilman, who's been like the the poster child of wow for the last six months like he's like he's he's he, day nines he's not in the picture anymore regis kilbin has like taken over between him and and and, and uh, brian kibler they're like the face and 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 the voice of this game and even he's at the point now where he's like warrior needs a nerf and rogue needs a nerf and, and then he's like nope it's just rogue warrior's not the problem rogue's the problem 
<laughs> Warrior's a little bit of a problem because Dr. Boom's a little broken. But uh, but other than that, but Rogue stops being a problem. It's definitely a problem, but Rogue stops being a problem. So when you have those those guys that are like in Blizzard's pockets coming out and saying this, just saying. Yeah, it's tough. Great roundup. Always with the numbers. It's it's absolutely incredible. Literally after our last our last show when we were in our post meeting uh chat, I just kept going over the fact that like what you did with, with the numbers was incredible. Make sure to do that more. Uh Got and, you. and didn't disappoint. I it's it's always it always helps to always get re- like affirmation when someone says, Oh no, I think this deck is also too strong. But when you have the numbers to back it up, that's when your argument becomes that much more grounded and becomes that much more um like trustworthy to other people mm-hmm. so i'm gonna yeah, tell you I'm, like this the numbers don't matter what matters is how bad it feels to play against yes. i'll be honest if it if rogue and warrior didn't suck to play against i would still be playing standard ladder mm-hmm. i but it, it feels so bad to lose it feels bad to win against those decks mm-hmm. which drove me to wild in solo player content you bring up my, yes tomorrow <laughs> you bring up an excellent point though and i know we've talked about this before but one thing that we don't talk a lot about is the feeling that it feels to play against and why does it feel bad to play against warrior because you're playing a 45 minute game that feels helpless and um at the same time uh, uh when you play rogue it's like the the times that you do beat it you're like well i got lucky this time but i'm gonna queue into a rogue next time and i'm gonna lose and i just win trade and it feels bad so okay yeah. Well, yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for the breakdown, As Really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I will not be playing Rogue as much as you try. But good luck to anyone who is playing Rogue. I when I've been doing my my rank one, rank two hovering, it's been it's been overwhelmingly Rogue, Mage, and even a little Druid snuck in. I don't know. Say what you will about the diversity, but it is interesting to see the top five uh, top five highest play rates be Warrior, Rogue, Hunter, Mage, and Druid, like. And I feel like I keep seeing shaman pop in when I don't want to see shaman pop in. So big shaman, keep the good tr- Big shaman has been has been making an appearance. It's a reasonable t- tier two deck. It does well enough against rogue and a few other decks to to hold its own. Yeah. But, but interestingly enough, guys, rogue's only a tier two deck right now, but it's still played thirty percent of the time, twenty five percent of the time. It's crazy. It doesn't matter how good the deck is. I'm gonna, let me say it again for clarity. It doesn't matter how good the deck is or how bad the deck is. What matters is the player's experience playing against it. True. Most of the time, it'll suck to lose because you don't want to see your stars disappear. But when the game, when, or when it sucks to win against your, when it sucks to win, that's when that's when the issue comes in, and that's such an excellent point. Such an excellent point. When it feels bad to win, then you ask, why am I even doing this? So yeah okay then so yeah i think that i think that about does it no sure yeah Yeah. absolutely um yeah yeah thank you uh thank you so much here i'll help kind of take the wind down over real quick because Mm -hmm. there is one thing especially for anyone who came in over from um mermaid side who uh or anyone during the stream who's caught us towards the end um every week we do a poll on twitter from the eternal orbit account that asks a question about something that's relatively relevant that's happened in the past week that people can put their perspective on and we can sort of gauge the community's thoughts on. Um, this week is focused on the Dalaran Heist, which again is the newest soul adventure coming from Blizzard that has been very hyped up, um, more hyped up than the esports scene. So that should tell you that the focus is there to make this something worth your attention. Um, this week's question, with the Dalaran Heist, you'll get a free uh, chapter of it out of the five chapters available. From there on out, you have to buy each chapter for either 700 gold each seven dollars each or you can buy it all at once for twenty dollars 
Um, so the question for this week on the poll was, is that worth uh, is the Dowling Heist going to be worth the uh, the admission price to it? You know, you've got this content available plus the rewards. You could, if you finish the entire you know entire set of the adventure, you'll get fifteen Rise of Shadow packs, um, a Golden Classic pack, a Golden copy of Zale Shadow Cloak, which we've gone over. And actually, didn't mention this earlier, but you'll get two separate card backs. If you finish the normal one, you'll get a card back. If you get a second one, or if you finish Heroic, you'll also get a card back. Just different type. Um, and right now we're sitting at 75% of people out of 16 folks saying it's worth the price, 25% saying that it's not. And this lines up much closer to what I was thinking earlier today. It was like 60, 40. And I was shocked because I was like, oh, wow. Like my real thoughts on this are cost wise, you should probably spend the $20 if you're planning on doing this than spending the uh, the gold because it's very inefficient gold wise, unless mm. you just have a bunch laying around. Um, uh, but if you have twenty dollars to spare and you have you know twenty uh, twenty eight hundred gold to spare, uh, just spend the the dollars, and I think that'll be the better outcome. But I agree with this. I think it is worth the price. We talked about how it could be better. They could add extra incentives, like when you finish um, when you finish a, a run, you get ten gold, and that can stack three times, something like that. But but yeah, lines up with what I think. What about you guys? I think Blizzard really knows their worth here. Like they, you, they sing about it all the time in rap songs, you know, especially lady rappers. Like you gotta, you gotta know your worth and you gotta present it. You can't let other people take advantage of you. And Blizzard did it right. Just, just as with always, they know their price points, and I have no idea how they're able to magically always come up with it perfectly because it's always just enough to entice you to get it, but not too much to prevent you from going, huh? I guess I do have an extra two dollars and forty-one cents left in my Bnet account. <laughs> <laughs> because ready for the stream they, tomorrow folks because Azrael, Azrael said he had mad opinions about this and i'm mostly excited to hear what he has I to say I, I i'm is it interesting that you brought up the price point because that was actually something i was i was because i'm a numbers guy if you guys c- couldn't tell this um and i love the fact that they know exactly how to price things because i look at stuff and i go i have the gold to buy this but i'm just going to spend the money on it because it's not worth my gold. It's just not. Yes. I was like, for originally when when the when they said it's coming out, I was like, oh, finally I have something to spend my gold on. Because I got like two thousand or twelve thousand gold just sitting there. And I usually just save it up and I buy some packs, and then but I never spend it all because I don't need all the packs. So I just always have this extra gold to spend. And I'm like, finally I'm gonna have something to spend it on. And then I looked at the price points. And I'm like, these they did it to me again. They did it to me again. They made it at just the right price to where to me it makes more sense. And it's brilliant. It's brilliant. It's because they have the metrics. They have the numbers. They know exactly what they're doing because they've got billions of billions and billions of points of literally billions of points of data of sales across 30 years of gaming and thousands of microtransactions over the last 15 years. It's brilliant. Yeah. It's a brilliant job. Um, but yeah, I absolutely think it's worth it. If you don't want to spend the money, spend the gold. I think it'll be worth it. I think you'll get fun out of it. I know I would. If I if I couldn't afford it and I had the gold, I would do it in a heartbeat. I've never not had fun with any yeah. of Blizzard's in any of their games solo content huh? ever, ever. Blizzard is like the master of solo content. It's the bread and butter. They they've refined and defined industries based on solo content. And over yeah. the years. Their their multiplayer content has overtaken that because esports, which by the way, Blizzard pretty much parented with StarCraft, um, um, kind of overtook it. But their bread and butter, their backbone has always been that, and they know how to do it, and they know how to do it right, and it's always rewarding. And it, then it just comes down to a, a simple economics game: Are you going to get more enjoyment out of seven hundred gold spent in one of these runs, or seven hundred gold worth of packs, which is seven packs? 
Yeah. You know, and, and if you want to look at it from a, from a number standpoint. And I, I would argue that you're going to get more enjoyment per cap or per pack out of that seven packs invested in this than you would in seven packs invested in um, in the standard packs. Yeah, and you're getting three back anyway, so that's exactly. even it's a 50% repos. Um, I have one quick question before we wind things down, just because I'm curious about your perspectives on this. As I mentioned, you get a free, uh, not a, I guess you're technically free, I don't know. When you finish your all, all five chapters, you do get a golden classic pack. For both of you, what do you think is the gold value and the dollar value that you would put on a golden classic pack? So we know that the worst possible pack you can get is four commons and a rare. We know commons are worth 50 to dust a piece, which is 200 dust. And we know a rare is 400. So that's 600. Unless I got my numbers wrong. You got them backwards. The average, the average standard pack with, with rare in it is either 35 or 40 dust. Correct. I was talking about each piece in particular. Oh, to make like, them. Yes, so, to make them. Yes. Or when you dust it. If you were to dust the gold, what I mean to say. So if you dust a, yeah. a common gold, you get 40 dust. Or if you dust a rare, you get... Oh, yes. Or is it... Yes. Oh, if you're talking about dusting golds, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking yeah. about a common pack. I totally misunderstood you. Don't listen to me. You're right. That's what I was trying to add up. Let at the, the man moment. talk, buddy. That's what I was trying to add up at the moment. If I was to dust this classic pack, how much would it, how much would it be worth? You know, mm-hmm. we know the average or the the bad pack is forty. This one, as I calculated, was six hundred or something to that effect. Where that comes where that comes into play is how many packs is six hundred worth? That's worth five times forty plus times three which is 15. So 15 packs. Don't worry about how I do my math. It's totally uh, legit. <laughs> so 15 packs. So for that reason, absolutely it's worth it. Let's go. Would you say like, is that like saying it's worth a thousand gold then? Or like a, I know mathematically we could find the answer. It would be 1500 gold. Yeah, it's yes. 1500 gold. I, I would argue though that if you're talking about straight dollar value on it, like I look at it like this, because you can't, I, I understand if you want to like make a comparison, but this isn't mm-hmm. a comparable thing, right? Because this is a kind of a rare item, right? I like to look That's at true. it from, from a different angle, like um, it, being a numbers guy, I'm actually going to like be a little <laughs> like outside the, the box on this one. Um, I like to look at it from the standpoint of if they were to sell golden classic packs, mm-hmm. what would people be willing to pay for them? That's 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 the question that I would ask, and I, I say to myself, I pay twenty bucks for a golden classic pack. I don't think most really? people. Wow. I don't think most people would, but I would pay twenty bucks <laughs> for it. I think the price point on it would be like fourteen ninety nine. I think that's what the price point would be on it because there has to be a cost to it, or people are just going to buy a bunch of them, right? Because it has to be at least what you said X the average value of because it's a gamble, right? At the end of the day, it's a gamble. They won't call it a gamble, but it's a gamble. The gamble is you pay fifteen bucks. And sometimes you're going to get more than 15 bucks worth of it. Sometimes you're going to get less. And if you buy enough of them, it's going to average out to around just under 15 bucks. That's how casinos do it. So they're so you'll have like a 48% chance to break even anytime you do it. And that 2% is the margin that they bank. That's that's basically how they do it. So that's why I came up with that that number. But I'd pay 20 bucks for it if I knew it was going to be good cards. But the price point is actually yeah. probably 15. But they couldn't price it lower than 15 because of the math. Yeah, then they'd be, yeah, leave money on the table pretty much. Yeah. If we're going to be real about it, it's a digital card. They're making $15 profit on a $15 pack sold. They're not diluting a market because you cannot buy the cards individually or you cannot sell the cards individually. So they're not creating any sort of competition. The value of the pack will only ever be what they decide that value is. They do not have a direct correlation of gold to dust or money to dust. Thus, we can never 
right. um, except China. Thus, we can never actually truly evaluate it. Um, and now we're talking about, you know, like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Would a $15, I don't think I could ever buy a 15 I, can, I, uh, I don't think I could buy a five dollar. I would do that like once a month. I would do that because I actually have a, I, I have a, a certain amount of money that I budget for games every month, and I would budget it just for the just just for the experience. It's like it's like going to the to, to the gas station and buying a scratch off ticket. I don't do it every day, but every once in a while I'm like, you know what? Let's just see if I can get a golden. I don't know. I already have a golden rag, but a golden Ragnaros or whatever. You know, like that to me yeah. is just kind of fun. It's kind of fun, mm-hmm. and it's not you breaking my budget. Be, uh... so. You might be experiencing the birth of next week's Twitter question, which would be, how much would you willingly spend dollar-wise on a Golden Classic pack? We're going to have ranges. I think that's it already. And we can go over the microtransaction thing, because I really want to talk about that, honestly. Credit credit as on that one. Or or, or Riot. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. Yeah. That'll do it for us, though, tonight, folks. Um Thank you so much, everyone, for watching. We really appreciate all the support tonight. A lot of things to cover. We could really fill this episode in our more wild days with like four hours of content within a blink of an eye. So but we're trying really hard to keep it reasonable. We actually skipped so over long. some stuff just to do it because we're we're we're, yeah. we're, we're trying to set a standard here. But yeah. uh, nothing we didn't cover, we can't cover next week. So reason to keep tuning in. But yeah, for <laughs> As Rose It Gets, Exiles Rhythm, and myself, Rude Clouds, thank you again, everybody, for watching. If you are interested in um, keeping up with us, we have a Twitter account, uh, twitter.com slash eternalorbitgg. We also have a website, eternalorbit.gg. And then if you want to become one of our patrons, like we have a few already and help support us that way, um, the website has a link to all of that along with our merch. So Tune in that's Sunday. a little, yeah. Tune, <laughs> Tune in Sunday. Tune in Sunday. 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 Pictionary. My oh goodness. yeah wait a second no please you guys plug that <laughs> and As? yeah and guys um if you didn't know uh, we just tweeted out earlier this week we are having our next uh eo team event this sunday over on uh fellow eternal orbit teammate uh blunt plunk's channel this sunday it'll be at 2 p.m eastern 11 a.m uh pacific 8 p.m central european time I got it, guys. I did the math wow. in my head on the fly. Yes. Um, we're going to be playing basically Pictionary. What's it called? Scriblio? I think is how you Scribble.io. Scribble.io. We're going to be playing some Pictionary, essentially, with the whole team. And it's going to be a really fun time because I can't draw. And I, I can't wait to, to laugh at my own horrible, horrible attempts to try and win this game. Drawing with I can't draw with a pen. I can't draw with, with, with Michelangelo's hand in a pen. Um <laughs> <laughs> so drawing with a mouse is going to be real fun. But there's also going to be some interesting new information coming out. So uh, make sure yes. you tune in for, for, for that little tidbit, huh? Wink, wink, no, no, no. Honestly, a super big deal. We're excited to reveal something very soon. <laughs> dun, dun, it's a Blizzard-like dun. goodbye as well. You know, This is an announcement of an announcement, guys. <laughs> Yeah, we learned from the best, for real. How many announcements did we have announcing this announcement of the solo player release in a few days? That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah, but first, follow this quest. <laughs> so and then yeah. pay six ninety nine or seven hundred gold, and you'll get a free golden classic pack. Beautiful, <laughs> sweet science. So, as we mentioned, that'll do it for all three of us. Please tune in to us on Sunday, as well as next week on Wednesday. We'll be back with another episode and um, and cover some some more exciting topics. So, thank you again all for your time tonight. Fellas, say goodbye. 
and we will catch you in the next one. Bye. Bye the merch. Bye the merch.